Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about improving threat hunting and incident response, and it's my pleasure to be speaking with Tim Bandos. He's the Senior Director of Cybersecurity with Digital Guardian. Tim, thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate being on the show today. Thanks. So, Tim, you've got deep experience in both incident response and threat hunting. In your work today, where do you see the biggest incident response gaps in organizations? I think it begins with just being unprepared and not having an incident response plan in place uh, right from the start. A lot of organizations do not necessarily create or further develop an IR process in hopes that maybe nothing ever happens to them. And this is one of the worst things you can do because when an incident does occur, it really turns into panic mode. Having a well-defined and accepted incident response policy and procedures is imperative to proactively and efficiently handle incidents uh, that may impact your organization on a day-to-day basis. What do you find to be some of the essentials that far too many organizations often overlook? I think one of the primary ones is, is just getting cross-functional support from management. You know, human resources, general counsel, public affairs, these are all uh, very important organizations, if you are a larger organization, at least to have them in the loop or in that process, uh, especially having sign-off from C-level executives. Uh, another issue or gap that we see within organizations is having a well-defined classification framework for incidents with varying levels of categories, types, and severities. So when a high frequency or high severity incident does occur, you know, we're Responding accordingly as it relates to that taxonomy is very important. And then finally, I think forming a root cause analysis of incidents is also very important. You know, understanding how something occurred within your environment and then what you can do to proactively better that, you know, particular area or control to, to, to ensure that it doesn't happen again. Tim, we've hammered home with organizations over the years the criticality to the enterprise of incident response. We're talking now about outsourcing incident response. What's the business case for outsourcing? I think that's easy. You know, especially when it comes to incident response, there's a huge gap uh, or a lack of resources with specialized skills in this particular area. Um, you know, having forensic skills, reverse engineering of malware, log analysis, just having a deep security background in general with real-world experience is very difficult to find. Uh, you know, even hiring these types of indiv- individuals can be extremely difficult. So outsourcing uh, really provides a, a quick return on investment because you're already starting out the gate with a well, well-defined and well-organized team who knows what they're doing. Um, and then kind of building an effective IR plan off of that and really them being an extension of your security team is what we're seeing kind of take off in the market today. So, so really, I, I think that's you know the primary driver for, for outsourcing incident response. Tim, I want to switch the topic and talk a little bit more about threat hunting, which has become a critical science for organizations. From your perspective, your experience, what are some of the fundamental building blocks of threat hunting? Yeah, so having a, an architecture in place is the, the first building block, right? Your organization must be able to, to plan and establish and maintain its systems, you know, with cybersecurity in mind. Um, so having an architecture that's well-defined so that you know, you know, your environment and your network uh, is the critical first step. The second one is implementing a passive defense. You know, having systems such as intrusion prevention systems, firewalls, uh, integrated within your architecture that will provide some sort of reliable defense against threats, you know, once they've been configured is, is very important. 
And then, you know, when, once you've you put that in place, you move on to developing an active defense mentality, you know, defining processes for human analysts to monitor the data that's coming into your network, triaging any, you know, adversarial type events that are occurring, cyber threat activity that you're seeing at the gateway, uh, and responding actively to those incidents uh, to contain and neutralize the threat is, you know, the third building block. And then finally, uh, this is really the ultimate goal is driving it to an intelligence-driven defense. You know, having data collected and, and using that data to learn how the organization can better exploit it for insight and internal intelligence, uh, I think is, is really what your ultimate goal is here. So to attain that goal, to have an intelligence-driven defense, what would you say are the top tools and the skills that organizations need? Yeah, from a skills perspective, I think the first thing is really just having enterprise knowledge, you know, contextual knowledge of your environment and awareness um, is, is very important um, because as you're seeing different types of activity within your environment, uh, you can really decipher whether or not something is truly an incident or something is suspicious or anomalous, you know, as it relates to your particular environment. And then having the ability to hypothesize, you know, hypothesize certain threat attacks, you know, different vectors of attack and how that might impact your organization is important, you know, from a threat hunting perspective, it starts with a question and really taking that question and then pivoting within your data to identify whether or not that turns to be a theory or something that's you know proven to be true uh, as it relates to threat. Um, having statistical analysis capabilities is also important. And then one of the most critical skill sets, in my opinion, is having forensics. You know, being able to investigate the root cause and develop an attack timeline of events that maybe transpired, you know, within your network or within an endpoint is critical. Tim, a few minutes ago, I asked you about the business case for outsourcing. What would you say is the return on investment from effective threat hunting? So as it relates to, you know, return on investment with threat hunting, you're proactively seeking out your incidents. You're proactively identifying within your environment, you know, when you have something that maybe is completely unknown. Um, one of my last jobs that I had, that was one of the things that we, we constantly did is we proactively identified threats that, you know, might have existed prior to our knowledge of even knowing it even took place. Um, if you just sit back and wait for an incident to occur, it might never come, but that doesn't necessarily mean something isn't going on in the background, right? I think, you know, truth and knowledge is power here as it relates to cyber threat hunting. And once you've identified threats within your organization, you can then take steps proactively prevent them in the future. Tim, this has been great insight on both incident response and threat hunting. My last question for you is to talk about Digital Guardian. What do you bring to the table when it comes to incident response and threat hunting? And really, how do you distinguish yourself from competitors in a very busy marketplace? You know, we're a little bit different in how we approach, I think, threat hunting and incident response. We leverage our technology. We have a data loss prevention technology where we ad uh, wrap advanced threat protection type rules, uh, you know, within the agent themselves. So it's an agent-based technology that gets installed in the endpoints. And the data that gets generated off of that agents, there are operating system level events like process create, process starts. Um, and there's also data loss prevention type uh, alerts like file copy, file moves. So we correlate all that information and we become a threat aware, you know, data loss prevention solution, right? So we can apply the cyber threat side to the, the DLP side, which is something that's never, really never been done before. Um, as we analyze that data, as it comes up into our cloud, we have a team of cyber threat experts that's constantly hunting through that information. We're triaging alerts and, and really, you know, actively reaching out to our customers when we have identified high fidelity type indicators that might be indicative of uh, a threat within their organization. And a lot of our rules can be set to either detect or prevent mode. So we're also proactively stopping 
stopping breaches as they occur so so that you don't necessarily require an incident response engagement so we're, we're you know reducing the costs or fees associated with a true you know formal incident response processes by actually blocking the activity you know right out the gate um, so this is what digital guardian brings to the table and how we differentiate as I mentioned before is really just pairing in that knowledge of you know classification in your data knowing what's actually sensitive to your organization and being able to actually proactively stop threats when those threats attempt to steal it. Very good, Tim. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks so much. Great. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it as well. We've been talking about improving threat hunting and incident response. I've been speaking with Tim Bandos. He's Senior Director of Cybersecurity with Digital Guardian. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.